Welcome to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. My name's Samantha, and I'm here to help you ladies stop repeating the same behaviors and learn how to build the habits you need to finally lose the weight for good and uncover your badass self. If you feel stuck and overwhelmed with all the information out there, I'm gonna be dropping five specific episodes a week to help you gain the clarity you need in order to rebuild that confidence, get strong, and heal your relationship with food so you can finally build the body of your dreams. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. Today we're talking about this is holding your progress back. And ladies, a lot of you are working really, really, really hard, okay? Like you are, you're putting in the freaking work. You're getting your workouts in, you're getting your steps in, you're getting your food in, you're making sure your proteins hit. You're like absolutely slaying everything and you're like, why the hell don't I look the way that I thought I would look, right? And there's a few things that kind of go into this and there's a few things or a few reasons why this can happen, but I'm going to kind of break down the biggest reason and then we'll kind of go from there as to the different like kind of hierarchy as to why this is happening, okay? And the first thing that I'm going to say is that one, on top of everything else, you do have to give your body time, right? Like as much as it's very glamorous to see body recomp and I lost weight and then I gained muscle and now my body is completely changed. Muscle does take time to build, ladies. I'm going to be that person, that little voice of reason in your head to be like, yeah, it does take time for muscle to build. Okay. So as much as like you're looking at someone's day 4,700 and whatever, and you're on day like 365, there's probably a reason why you're not in the same position. But the other thing that we're going to get into on apart from actual like actionable steps that you guys can take and things that you can implement is also the other realization of self-comparison, which we'll kind of give it into because that's also the devil that kind of keeps coming back, okay? So the biggest thing that I'm gonna say in terms of actionable steps is the fact that a lot of you ladies are working out a lot, but your form is trash. And it's not that I say this to be like mean or make you self-conscious or anything. Like y'all have seen the videos from when I first started, okay? I am in no position to say anything about anyone just starting. Like my workouts were so bad. Like I used to do like 25s on either side, like a barbell. And I would like tilt and my hip would like give out and it was so bad. So like before you guys like listen to the rest of this, like I do understand where you're coming from and you have to start somewhere. Like you just have to start messy. Like it's okay. It's okay to go into the gym and like do something wrong and like be that person. Obviously, like if you're reading, you know, while your foot's attached to the cable machine and you're doing kickbacks while reading a book and listening to a podcast and like you don't even have the right attachment. You're like, you know, that's probably like you might get made fun of like that's a lot. But if you're not doing it to that extreme where you're just like trying your best and you're like, hey, I'm going to try and squat and it doesn't go the way that you want, I think you'll be okay. And the thing is, is like what I also want you to remember too, is like whether you're at the gym or at home, is that like everybody at the gym for the most part, especially the people that you're probably scared of, they're most likely trainers or they're most likely people that work in the health like kind of realm. So it's very, very rare that you're going to find those people are the ones making fun of you. Like that doesn't really happen. It really is very, very rare that someone who is like fitter than you or like even like in just in general, anything like if someone is further along or advanced than you are, it's very rare that you're going to find them bringing you down. Like it really is. And the main reason being is, is that the fact that they don't really people who are higher or like ahead of where you're at tend to like look at other people who are like trying to get there and be like, wow, like I could totally help this person. Right. And that's why people become coaches and things like that. They genuinely want to help. And I know like, you know, sometimes you might not feel that way, but that definitely is kind of where most motivation kind of stems from, especially for coaching is the fact that people do want to help other people hit their goals, get fit, things like that. Right. So when you're looking at 
basically in terms of like comparison and things like that, like don't worry about going into the gym and being like made fun of. And like, honestly, if there is anyone who decides to be that jerkhead, it's probably not going to be the fittest person in the room. I'll be quite honest because they're just above that point. And because at a certain point, I find like there's also a level of aesthetic where like some people are just so busy looking at themselves. Trust me, they're not looking at you. So it's just kind of crazy when you see that, which is pretty funny, but it's true, right? So the other thing that we want to be focused on ladies is form. So the reason why I bring up form is because if you ladies are not doing your exercises with proper form, or you're not focusing on the proper muscles, or you're not taking the time to complete the movement properly, you're not going to see the type of results that you want. And take this from me, because like I said, I've been in the same situation and my form was trash. Okay. And guess what? I didn't see many results because I couldn't feel the muscles I was supposed to be working. I couldn't really figure out what was working when, and it wasn't overall like, like it really just wasn't great. And when I'm looking back in terms of like my progress and I'm looking back in terms of like how everything was feeling in terms of like my shoulders and my back and everything like that, it really wasn't fantastic, right? Like, and a lot of you ladies are probably struggling in this where like you find like your knees hurt when you squat or your low back hurts when you do rows. And the thing is, it's like, like you might look like you're doing the movement perfectly. This is the other crazy thing. So you can look like you're doing the movement perfectly. And then what happens is it's kind of tricky because like it looks like it's like really, really good. But then the problem is, is that because you're not bracing your core, you're engaging your low back during like your row exercise. And now your middle of your back is bothering you, right? Or you're doing your squats and sure, it might like look fine to you in the mirror. But then if you took a video of yourself, you would see that your knees are caving in and that maybe like, you know, your ankles kind of caving in and you're like not really getting to depth. And the squat and compound lifts, it's kind of a catch 22 when we like, when we say these are the best things. And this is why I love podcasting because I find with content, you can't get this all out. And I just need to say it like compound lifts, like squats, rows, push planks, like all these kind of things. They are fantastic with in context. And the reason why I say that is because like, yes, you should be able to squat. Yes, you should be able to lunge. Yes, you should be able to row. But there's also not like a one size fits all for exercises. And the thing is, is like you might not be able to do a full lunge because you have a knee and a hip replacement. Like you might be doing like little bits of like half lunges or like you might not even be able to do that in terms of strength. So you might have to do like double leg movements like a squat or like you might have to rely more on gym equipment because you really just don't have the mobility or strength to do body weight. Like that's totally fair too. When I first started, I didn't have the strength to do a lunge. I'll be totally transparent. I tried to do a lunge and I fell over and I couldn't do it. I just wasn't strong enough. My knees were caving in again, like on top of having a paper flat ass that also like didn't help with muscle engagement, right? Because like I had no muscle that was like really like to work. There was nothing there. And the thing is, it's like, then I moved into machines and machines are great. But the problem was, is then I got really strong on the machines and obviously like you're going to hit a plateau with the machines and it gets very difficult to like kind of progress from machines out because you're going from a movement that's like you're pushing against something or you're curling up or you're rowing back, which is great. But then you go to do a squat and it requires all of these different movement parts and requires all these different muscles to like engage. And it requires like you to think about so many more things than just like pushing yourself away. Like if you're on a leg press, pushing yourself away from the, the pad, right? it's a lot different. So the thing is, is like getting that transition from the machines to body weight or like to compound lifts can be tricky. But the thing is, is like, it really depends like, you know, where everyone's like, oh, compounds like squats and rows and lunges are the best thing for you. Well, if you can't do a lunge and you have access to a gym, you probably should be doing leg presses and leg extensions and leg curls because those things are going to help you build up some muscle so that we can actually try the lunge again. And in the meantime, we'll keep up with the squats and things like that. Because 
Like if you're not able to do a, a squat, ladies, like now I'm kind of getting on a little bit of a tangent, but if you're not able to do like a squat or something, ladies, it's not necessarily like a bad thing, but it's also giving you like different cues. And the way that I look at it, instead of like, oh, like I suck at squats or I suck at pushups, normally the things you don't like are because you're not doing them. So you suck at them. Like the reason why you don't like doing pushups is because no one taught you how to do a proper pushup. So when you do pushups, you feel like you're failing and they're hard and you suck at them and you don't want to do them, right? Whereas if we take a pushup, we elevate it to a position where you're actually able to do the pushup and then you slowly work your way down. It's a lot easier and you feel like you're progressing and you actually one day are able to do a pushup instead of always doing them from your knees and not really seeing the progress you want to see. You see what I'm saying? So it can be a little bit different and it's a little bit trickier when you look at that. So it's just a matter of like one, how you're taught, but also like, you know, where you're at in terms of your fitness journey, like with squats and stuff too, what I was trying to say earlier was like, other nice thing is, is like when you do a squat, if you're not doing it properly, your body is going to tell you what you need to work on, right? Like if your knees are caving out or caving in, you probably should be working on your glute strength. If your ankles are, you know, rolling in, then you probably have to work on some ankle stability. You probably have to work on some hip work, things like that, right? You know, if you find that you're leaning forward too much, you might find that your hip flexors are super tight, or you might just find it depends on your height also in terms of the squat. But there's a few other things could be like the, I guess the cause of, but there's always a reason why something is happening. And that's also why I love fitness so much is like, it's never just like, oh, I suck at squats. It's like, no, your body is just like, there's something that's happening that we need to like improve on, or there's something that's not happening that we need to get to happen in order for you to complete the movement, right? And that's why a lot of people, they'll like lift up their heels. So a lot of people have like really tight ankles or like very tight calves. Also, people don't work their calves, you know, correlation, but you like, you elevate your heels and suddenly you can do a full squat right? And it's like, well, why don't I just do that? It's like, well, let's not put band-aid on like, you know, you had to go get surgery. You wouldn't put a band-aid on it. Let's not do that either with fitness, right? But the thing is, is like, it's just a really good example of like, okay, well, there's the problem then because as soon as I take the tension off my ankles, I can squat. You see what I'm saying? So the thing is, is like, there's always a cause and effect with fitness, which is really cool. And one of the causes and effects that I was kind of like talking about before I got into this really long tangent that you guys probably are like, what the hell, Sam, get to the point, is the fact that if your form isn't where it needs to be, right? Then the thing is, is like, you're not going to see or feel the muscles that you need to feel. You're not going to get the progress that you need to get. Because the thing is, is like, you can't feel the muscles working. And a lot of you ladies are probably like, oh, I didn't need to hear this episode. Like I already know how to do everything. I promise you that if your body is not looking the way that you want it to look in terms of muscle gain, like you're not putting on a lot of muscle or you're finding you're not seeing a lot of changes, your form probably needs some work. Okay. I will be hundred percent honest. Or if your weights have stayed the same for a long time, your form probably needs some work. If you're on a progressive program and you're literally changing your workouts up every four to six weeks and you are not seeing the muscle gain that you want to see, your form probably needs some work, okay? So if your strength isn't improving, if you're not seeing the muscle definition that you want to see, if you're not seeing the body changes that you want to see, you're either not going heavy enough with enough intensity or your weights are staying the same and it's not because you're not trying and progressing, it's because your form is shit, okay? Like that's it. And the thing is, is like, again, don't say this to be mean. I'm just saying this is something to work on. And this is why, like, even regardless of what program you're on in terms of like fit strategy, we always make sure that you guys can send form videos in so that we can help you out with that. Because like, that was one of the biggest things. But I find that like a lot of people feel like they need to be like in person to like see changes. And that's really not the case. The thing is, is that you just have to be adamant on like actually sending in videos and like getting feedback. And I know like taking videos can be very challenging for some people, but when you're thinking of it from an education standpoint and not a how do I look in this video standpoint, you're going to find that you actually change the way that you look and the way that you feel a lot more and you're going to see a shit ton more progress. Promise you. 
So that's like the biggest thing there. And then the other thing is like in terms of mindset is like really understanding that like I had a few girls on the team and they're like, you know, I took me forever to learn X, Y, and Z. It took me forever to do X, Y, and Z. It's also a matter of like constant feedback and also transparency of making sure that you're like constantly like evaluating. I only think my form is as good as it is. And like, it's not perfect by any means. Like we all have, there's just like certain things I can't do, especially because of my wrist and things like that. But there's certain things that I do my best, but for the most part, I'm sure that like there's always room for improvement. But the thing is, is like, I'm always videotaping, right? Like, especially for Instagram and stuff like that's how I started. I started by just taking videos and posting them because I just wanted to like see how I was doing and get better. Looking back now, I cringe because it was really bad and I didn't know that, but it was still a place to start, right? And the thing is, is like, if you don't start with something and you don't do it messy, you're never going to be able to become like a pro at it, or you're never going to be able to become like an expert or like even just get good at it because you're not willing to try. And if you're not willing to try, then you're holding yourself back. Like who cares? Like the worst someone's going to say to your form video is that like, it's not amazing and you need to improve it. And like, you probably already know that if you're posting it, you know what I mean? So it's like, cool. Then you learn something. And if you get your ego out of the way, because I think for a lot of us, it's like our ego of like, I don't want to be told that I'm doing something wrong. It's like, well, as soon as you get your ego out of the way, you can actually learn and like develop, right? Like you don't know how, if you started off in like, you know, university engineering, you would have no idea what you're doing. But if you started from like grade one and you worked all the way up and you knew you were going to be an engineer and you took engineering in high school and university and whatever, those courses aren't going to be as hard because you've built your way up to them, right? But you guys are starting off with like these insane movements. It's like squat, overhead press, bicep curl, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, why the hell can I do this? I'm like, because you, you can't even squat, right? So it's like, make sure that you're starting off at a level that works for you and like at a place that works for you. And the thing is, I think there's a lot of the you ladies who think that you have to like be deadlifting 300 pounds and squatting and, you know, doing bench press in order to see the progress that you want to see. But the thing is, is like when you're watching these people on Instagram and TikTok and all this kind of shit, it's like, that's not where they started. And that's not how they got there. And the thing is, is like if they were say 20 pounds, 30 pounds, 40 pounds heavier, they wouldn't be doing the movements that they're doing. They might be, but they'd be working themselves up still to get there. Right. So when you think of it that way, it's not a matter of the fact that like that's what you need to do in order to look like that. That's where you can get to. Like that's where they are now. That's not where they were when they started. Right. So the thing is, is like if you look at them and you're like, wow, I want to look like that. So I should go do their workouts. No, that's not how they got there. That's what they're doing right now. But if you focus on like how to regress that. So if you saw like a 200 pound deadlift, you're like, okay, so like the regression of it, like what's like another exercise or like what can I do lighter version of a deadlift or can I do a squat or can I do like where am I in terms of that spectrum? Right. And like you don't have to be at that point. And I think a lot of people think that like just because you're doing glute bridges and hip thrusts and you're doing like, you know, your band openers and things like that. Like, oh, well, you know, I'm not doing that. So I'm never going to look like that. No, that's how you work your way up to looking like that. But you have to progress your workouts, right? So the first step in doing that is form. And if your form is trash, then there's no way that you're gonna be able to do that. So you got to work on your form first. And I know there's like a lot of steps, but the thing is, guys, is like they all compound onto each other, right? So like at first, you're like, you go to squat and you're like, okay, squeeze my bum, squeeze my core, drop my shoulders. Are my quads working? Like, oh my God, right? And you're like totally overwhelmed. And then eventually, you know, some of these things are just natural. You're like, okay, shoulders back, good to go, whatever. You start squatting. And like, you just kind of like mindlessly do it. Then you get to the point where you're like, okay, so like now I'm going to lift a little bit heavier. So shoulders back, make sure that my grip doesn't give out. And there's different cues that you're going to focus on as you get better and better. And eventually 
It's just like, make sure everything's freaking tight and don't let go. Otherwise it's going to hurt, right? Like I hate to say it, but at a certain point when you lift like 300 pounds, you're like, if we let go of our core, we're probably not going to love this so much. You know what I mean? Like there gets to a point where you're just like, pick this shit up and drop it back down and hope for the best that you don't give out. Like it's basically, that's it, right? So obviously like a lot of you ladies are like, well, before that point. But at the same time, it's like, that's kind of like gets easier and easier the more that you do it. And there's less cues to focus on as you do it because your body also remembers, right? So the thing is, is like, as much as it seems like it's everything's hard at the beginning, it does get easier, but you have to be willing to take that step first. Okay. So ladies, if I can give you one piece of advice, this is holding your progress back more than anything that I see and something that held me back for like literally over a year. I did glute bridges wrong for a year and I did about a hundred glute bridges a day. So give you that. Okay. It was awful. And I literally didn't see any butt progress at all. So bad. So basically like, like the main thing that I can say is like, make sure that you're focusing on your form. If you have access to like sending form videos in, like ladies, if you're on our team and you're listening to this and you've never sent a form video in, what are you doing? Yes, right. I'm yelling at you. Okay. Like, what are you doing? Right? Like send form videos in. That's how we help you. That's how you progress. And like, the thing is guys is like, I hate to say it, but like in-person coaching is freaking expensive. Like it's expensive. One-on-one training is like 10 grand a year. Like it's a lot. Or like, it's like 600 bucks a month. Like it's quite a bit, right? Like even to do like one-on-one training, to be honest, like with us is like $70, like 60 bucks an hour, right? Like it's like one-on-one is like expensive. It is. So the thing is, is that if you're on an online program and they offer you the ability to send in form videos, you are missing an opportunity to get better for a fantastic, I don't want to say like deal, but like regardless of the online program that you're on, like most of the time it is not as expensive as in-person coaching because obviously you're not in person with them. And it's like, you can send in form videos. So just do it. Like just make sure that you do it and like you're going to get better. And you might not like the way that you look on video, but the thing is, is that not like the way that you look on video for longer if you don't send in your form videos, right? So it's like kind of like bite the bullet, just freaking do it. And then go from there. And I promise you guys, like you will be so happy that you did. I promise you that you will. And honestly, like as soon as I started working with someone and actually sending in videos, I feel like I'm like trying to promote like foreign videos right now, like crazy. I'm like, come on, please do it. But like, actually, because the thing is, it's like once I started working on my form and actually getting that feedback, everything changed. Like my lifts, my stability, my mobility, everything changed, like everything. I hate to say this, but I'm so grateful for the COVID period because the thing is, is that when I was at home, I didn't have access to machines. I didn't have access to all the stuff. Yes, we had like a rack and stuff. But the thing is, is like I had to do lunges. I had to do like glute openers. I had to do like all these kind of things. And those things, like little stupid things that I never wanted to work on because I was like, oh, I could, or I could just jump on the leg extension. Let's be honest here. Sometimes we do this, right? There's like things that I had to work on that I didn't work on. Those are literally what transformed my lifts to what they are now. Obviously, I decided to hurt myself skiing, so they're not quite there yet. But when I got to like 350, almost actually I didn't hit 350, I hit like 315 for my deadlift. That was fun. And I was able to do that because I worked on all that stupid little small stuff that no one ever really wants to work on, right? So focus on that. And basically, once you get that, then we can talk about other fun things. But I hope you guys learned something. I hope you're having the best day ever. And I'll talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you would screenshot and tag Samantha Mills Fitness on Instagram or leave us a review down below. If you'd like to go further in your weight loss journey with us, head over to my Instagram bio and fill out an application to get started. We'll see you in the next episode and I hope you have the best freaking day ever.